This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Confederated Salish and Kootenai cultural leader Tony Inkashola died earlier this week at the age of 76. Montana Public Radio's Aaron Bolton has this remembrance. Inkashola was a key figure in the cultural revival on the Flathead Reservation in the 1970s. He served on the Salish Kalispe Cultural Committee for decades and held the role of committee director since 1995. CSKT Tribal Chairman Tom McDonald says in Kishola's time on the committee and as a tribal councilman in the 1980s touched every part of the tribe's work, including the tribe's takeover of the Salish Kootenai Dam and the expansion of the Natural Resources Department. Every time we would put together educational material, there was Tony. He was there willing to work on it, be able to talk about the importance of this plant or this, this animal talk about the importance of this landscape or a particular site. Inkashola's cultural knowledge also helped foster the Inkusum Salish Language School in Arlee. Language teacher Jean Beaverhead says Inkashola was always there to answer questions and was instrumental in preserving many oral stories. But Beaverhead says like the passing of any elder, some of Inkashola's cultural knowledge will likely be lost. We have lost so many elders in these last few years, we have lost so much. We still have a few, but not like what we had. And the stories they have were just irreplaceable. Beyond his cultural work, Inkashola was a Vietnam War veteran and was also known as a fierce community member, always calling youth sports games in his hometown of St. Ignatius. Services will be held in St. Ignatius Friday. For National Native News, I'm Aaron Bolton. The Washington Supreme Court has temporarily halted evictions for seven households on Nusak tribal land. The court granted the injunction this week while it decides if it will take up the case. The Cascadia Daily News reports the households involved are part of a group disenrolled from the Nusak Indian tribe and have been facing eviction for months. Their attorney Gabe Galanda told KNXK his clients are Filipino and native and are being singled out in part for their mixed identity. He hopes the residents will be able to stay in their homes this summer. The tribe wants the housing for enrolled tribal members and in a statement said it owns the land, housing, manages the properties, and is the landlord. A decision from the court could come as early as next week. For the first time since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, the National Congress of American Indians is holding an in-person conference. NCAI's mid-year gathering kicks off this weekend in Anchorage, Alaska, with the theme Thinking Beyond Self-Determination. Tribal leaders from across the country will discuss top issues facing their communities. Alaska is home to nearly half of the more than 570 federally recognized tribes in the U.S. The conference is largely influenced by the Alaska region. Mike Williams is chief of the Akiak Native Community and NCAI's Alaska Region Vice President. We look forward to engaging conversations about the Violence Against Women's Act and implementing the Alaska Pilot Project to enhance the safety of our communities. Landage trust issues to reacquire and protect our homeland. And environmental sustainability to secure our ways of life for future generations, and much more. The packed agenda also includes a youth track. The NCAI Youth Commission has tailored activities and sessions to help develop the next generation of leaders. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. With so many organizations trying to help military veterans, it can be hard to find the right information. So AARP brings together no-charge employment and fraud prevention resources, caregiving tools, discounts, and more at aarp.org slash veterans who support this show. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.